0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. The first day of October. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. Our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. Good news, Alderberry D3 Fence is back. Um, It's a good time to start taking it It, if you don't take it all the time, which many people do. It provides nutrients that encourage a greater sense of wellness, especially during the change of seasons. And it kind of seems like, boom, we were in autumn so quickly not even a transitory time. Elderberry D3 fence strengthens and maintains immunity and healthy respiratory function. It works to prevent colds, flu, respiratory infections, ear and throat problems. Elderberry is has two active ingredients that actually prevent influenza virus from taking hold so once the influenza virus uh, infects healthy cells then you know it's kind of hard to i mean you we can get rid of viruses but it takes a little longer so what we want to do is prevent them from entering into the cells. Echinacea is an effective immune system strengthener. Royal jelly and olive leaf are two other ingredients along with vitamin D3. And I believe ALJ, or used to be known as ALJ, now known as seasonal allergy, will be in next week. So that's also very good news. A person, 50s person, early 50s, um, felt the health kind of waning and came in for a consultation and couldn't understand health going kind of south because, and this is a quote, I go to the gym regularly. My observation is some of the most unhealthy people I ever met go to the gym regularly. And now a study has confirmed that no amount of exercise can offset an unhealthy diet and, and vice versa. They studied uh, three almost 350,000 people for 11 years and they tracked mortality and so they came to the conclusion that, you know, you have to have both. You have to have movement. I don't like the E word, so I don't blame people if they don't like the E word. um, That's exercise. Although um, movement is a wonderful thing, you know, walking and any kind of movement if you are a sedentary person maybe you want to get on your uh, elliptical machine or bicycle or treadmill or whatever walk outside a woman in her 40s a medical professional came in asking for help to balance your her her nervous system what she actually said was can you help me with panic attacks so you know the The obvious help for panic attacks is breathing because as it turns out you can't focus on your breathing and be anxious at the same time it's pick one or the other so if you want to really get rid of panic or anxiety excuse yourself close your eyes focus on your breathing 24 hours a day 7 days a week And every day, all the time, our nervous systems are active, managing all the processes of our bodies. The nervous system control, regulates breathing, not controls it, it regulates breathing, heart rate, blood pressure, digestion, elimination, and the cycles of rest and activity. We have a central nervous system, which is busy carrying information from the senses to the brain. This allows us to observe, listen, and interact with the external environment. As we process this information in our brains and make decisions, the central nervous system allows us to act on these decisions by sending signals to the muscles so you can move and act. Nerves move muscles, muscles move bones. It's all part of the nervous system over which we have conscious control. At the same time, there's another part of the nerve, nervous system, the autonomic nervous system, that is busy regulating all the essential functions we never even have to think about, such as um, heart rate, blood pressure, hormones, digestion, and the things that happen without our conscious control. So these two branches of the, oh, there are two branches of the autonomic nervous system. Well, we have this, the central nervous system, the autonomic nervous system, and then there are two of, of that one. So the sympathetic nervous system is designed to wind us up, while the parasympathetic nervous system is designed to wind us down. So if you go out of balance too far in either direction, you get too wound up, or my word is overstimulated, or too wound down and experience nervous system problems like anxiety or or depression. So when we understand both branches of the autonomic nervous system and how to balance them, it's really essential to helping us feel better. Stress causes distress, distress causes dis- ease or disease. The key to a healthy nervous system is balance. I don't know too many people who are balanced, and that is because everybody admits to being out of balance. Um so if you're if you have a sympathetic A dominant sympathetic nervous system you're often stuck in flight or fight mode it's really a bad place to be been there done that people push themselves too hard without adequate sleep or recreation or relaxation they you're tired you can't sleep it's a vicious cycle so uh, many of the herbs traditionally ner- known as nervines help correct sympathetic dominance. Um, they they calm down the sympathetic nervous system and help to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Valerian, passion flower, hops, kava kava, lobelia. Um, and nerving formulas like uh, nerve ache nerve control stress j oh what else neutra calm and um <clears throat> herbs that increase the sympathetic nervous system are remedies that people have traditionally used to help them stay alert and focused like um well coffee you know the Rainforest antioxidant blend coffee that we have at Herbs to Your Health is a really good way to do that. Um, Stimulating adaptogens like eleuthero, schizandra, rosemary, thyme, bee pollen, licorice root, kelp and dulse, also very, very helpful. But once we get to the root of what is causing the uh, stress and panic, then we can work to correct it. A customer a person who's been a customer for a really long time mother is in late 70s um, she said well my mother has about had it with her doctors uh, she said all they do is add another drug um, she needed help for her heart oddly enough digestion was number one so very closely connected you know you're you're in your torso you have your stomach and your heart so not surprising they're very very connected here are some quick facts about the amazing organ we call our heart our heart will beat about 100,000 times a day 35 million times in a year and over two and a half billion times in an average lifetime women's hearts beat slightly faster than men's hearts heart attacks happen most often on monday mornings you think that person has a stressful job they have to go to on monday morning Uh, i remember being in a very stressful job and start starting to get depressed on sundays so like sunday afternoon it would start kicking in so you know that is a, a hint a huge hint that you're in the wrong job. Christmas day is the single most common day for heart attacks. I can't really explain that one. If you were to stretch out all the blood vessels in your body, it would extend over 60,000 miles. Kind of hard to believe that one too, but I'm sure it's true. Some of the capillaries in your body are 10 times smaller than a human hair. And we have about uh, 1.2 to one and a half gallons of blood in our bodies right now. It's a lot of blood. A normal heart pumps about four tablespoons of blood with each beat. In an average lifetime, the heart will pump enough blood to fill more than three super tanker trucks. If you clasp your two hands together, that's about the size of your heart. reminds me of here's the church here's the steeple but it's not quite a really good supplement to consider for um, maintaining your heart is cardio assurance it reduces the risk of heart disease and helps prevent circulatory disorders the Uh, Ingredients also protect the heart and blood vessels from damage, strengthen cardiovascular function, lower homocysteine levels, that's the Bs. There's vitamin B6, vitamin B12, folate. They all provide cardioprotective effects. Vitamin K2, vitamin K, we know we need that with vitamin D3. Um, if you have low vitamin K intake or if you have gut issues like people with um, oh Crohn's, talked to somebody yesterday with Crohn's, really important to in, in, increase your D3, your K, your Bs. Um, so if you have an even celiac or colitis, did I say colitis? Um, that results in intestinal malabsorption of nutrients. So, uh, very important to take your vitamin K2. Hawthorn berries. Some people take hawthorn berries every single day. As we know, hawthorn berries are red, and in, and according to the doctrine of signatures, hawthorn berries. Well, it's good for the circulatory system. Hawthorne helps reduce blood pressure, improves blood flow and oxygen supply to the heart, enhances heart muscle contractions to improve cardiac efficiency, and offers significant protection against the development of hardening of the arteries. So it's very cardioprotective, and there's also resveratrol in there. Uh, Old-fashioned herbalist, well, I'm, I could include myself in that, but I'm thinking about Dr. John Christopher, um, turned to hawthorn berries. He All the time he called it a great hard food or tonic. His long-term solution for any cardiac or circulatory issue was to, improve the diet, but for immediate problems, Dr. Christopher reached for hawthorn berries. He also reached for capsicum or cayenne pepper. So he would use those two together. And you know your cholesterol has nothing to do with your heart attack risk. Well, I can't really say nothing. Here's how I can connect them. high cholesterol is a symptom of having too much inflammation in your body and too many toxins so in as much as the level of toxins and the amount of inflammation in your body might increase your risk for a heart attack okay but it's um it's a symptom it's actually a symptom so if we correct the underlying causes of what's making your cholesterol go up, such as too many toxins, some inflammation, then you'll have normal cholesterol. Um, A youngish woman was in recently and said that her uh, cholesterol is around 260 or something like that. And it's been like that for the past 20 years. Her doctor said, It doesn't ever change, that must be normal for you. So I was happy to hear that someone didn't wanna lower her cholesterol, um, but there's probably a reason behind that. What causes heart attacks? Autonomic nervous system imbalance. Um, Specifically, chronically suppressed parasympathetic nervous system activity like the rest and digest functions of your body caused by poor sleep, stress, bad diets, etc., Lack of microcirculation to the heart. So we increase our circulation. And lactic acid buildup due to impaired mitochondrial function. Uh, yeah, I'd say that we probably need some magnesium if that's the problem. Garlic is great for the heart. It's a heart-friendly superfood that um, can guard against clogged arteries. It also, it inhibits vascular calcification, increases vascular elasticity and endothelial function, inhibits plaque formation, protects against aortic stiffness and um, checks the effects on on inflammatory and oxidation biomarkers so that's a really good thing and you know um toxins bisphenol a plastics those are all linked to narrowed arteries so let's take our cellular detox every single day Vitamin C um, is, there was a a paper, I don't know, I guess it was a paper, report, whatever, um, published by Linus Pauling. It was called The Unified Theory of Heart Disease. And he revealed that the primary cause of heart disease is a shortage of vitamin C. So when people come into the shop and say my biggest um, problem is constipation, that is a red flag that you are low in vitamin C and magnesium. When people take enough vitamin C and magnesium, generally speaking, unless it's some other kind of thing going on, generally speaking, that can correct chronic constipation. Um, It, he called Linus Pauling called uh, the shortage of vitamin C. Um, I forget what he called it. But anyway, the shortage of vitamin C is scurvy. He called it some kind of heart scurvy. I forget what he called it. Never mind that. Anyway, insufficient vitamin C causes arteries to rupture. Then when the um, body goes to repair the damage, it lipoprotein A, which is a specific type of cholesterol, is, re, is released to the site, and that causes plaque buildup in arteries, narrowing them so that blood can't flow to the tissues as easily. Then over time, plaques become less stable and can even break off. Um, causing life-threatening consequences such as a heart attack, stroke, congestive heart failure. Um, Yeah, so uh, vitamin C and lysine really unite to battle coronary artery disease or um, prevent it. Okay, Um, a customer hadn't seen for months or maybe years, asked how she could grow old without aging. Oh yes, I remember who this is. Just She just met a new man with three children and four grandchildren and she wanted to run around with them and she said she was just diagnosed with osteoarthritis in both knees. Um, so, you know, we kind of have to start from scratch there. She was an on again, off again, supplement taker. Uh, She's the lady who came in one time and said, I've been taking vitamin C, but it's brand X and it doesn't work as well. So she said she still had a little bit of the brand X, but as soon as that's done, I I say have an extra bottle on hand. It's terrible to run out, isn't it? so chronological aging is the number of years we've been on the planet we always want that to increase i think generally biological aging is the decay of the robustness of your biochemical systems what comes along with this as we all know are the symptoms of aging wrinkles fatigue loss of muscle mass weak bones inflammation pain, arthritis, cardiometabolic complications, visible signs of aging, uh, mental, emotional, cognitive, all of these ways our systems are losing power. Mitochondria are our energy power plants within the cells. So we wanna support those. What can shorten our lifespan and expedite biological aging? buildup of toxicity, and lack of nutrients. We have luxury high-end genes that function optimally, burn everything clean, uh, revitalize, regenerate, keep our physical bodies young. Then we have default modes that take energy away from keeping ourselves young, putting energy towards survival senescence make sure your cells don't go rogue into cancer mode or any kind of abnormality they just kind of go away they're you know if they're not functioning anymore they should go away there's a bright vibrance of being a dim, of going down a dim decaying path um, by continually feeding our bodies non-food I don't even know what even to call it. It's just non-food items that people eat. And then we end up in a zombie zone mode. Um, I don't know too many people my age who eat that much junk food. We have treats from now and then, from time to time. Um, But generally speaking, it's really, you know, we're working on keeping the good food in the body. Uh, Plant-based, colorful, So uh, what can we take? Well, uh, NAD is a fundamental compound for keeping the motor running. It epigenetically turns on good genes and turns off the not wonderful ones. It gives you an extra boost. boost. Um, So we have telomeres that protect the integrity of DNA. We really don't want telomere attrition, like they're going to quit and leave the job. Then they can't protect the integrity of the DNA. Telomeres shorten with age, and the worse your health, the faster they shorten. So we need to have telomere lengtheners, such as super algae, vitamin C, D3, so many of them. Senolytics get rid of senescent cells, which are zombie-like cells. Uh, it's kind of like one bad apple, apple spoiling the whole bunch. And they release compounds that turn good cells senescent, and then they're not working well. Um, so we want to take our adaptogenic herbs, and nutrients that impact all of these things are milk thistle, berberine, golden seal, cinnamon, um, vitamin C, I could say that a couple times, alpha lipoic acid, resveratrol, indol 3 carbonyl, vitamin D3, and then <clears throat> Im- immunosenescence is when the immune system loses its oomph ashwagandha, nervous fatigue, Korean ginseng, really good telomerase activators. I said super algae, I think that's a good one too. And I would say cordyceps. So if you want to add years to your life and life to your years, um, Consider cordyceps, it's a tonic for all ills. It's a funky fungus that grows on caterpillars, actually grows, yeah, it kind of takes on the shape of it. It's weird, but it's highly valued and been highly valued for thousands of years is both food and medicine and traditional Himalayan healers. Recommended cordyceps to treat all illnesses. It's uh, tonifying, so it's a tonic. Um, <clears throat> they call it magical fungi. So it increases longevity, increases strength and vigor. It's anti tumor, it supports liver and kidneys. Um, There was a study in 2009 on, well they call it the name that I don't use, I call it Grow Old Without Aging, Um, but they, they studied the effects on memory and learning and they said that cordyceps increase the activity of beneficial enzymes while lowering oxidative activity that can contribute to aging. Um, Asthma or COPD, it's kind of a no-brainer that cordyceps would help with that. It's good for the lungs. And kidney health. So our kidneys filter and remove waste products from the body. When the kidneys become damaged, they can't adequately filter the blood increasing risks for other diseases so we can in, improve our kidney function and enhance cellular immunity and one more i want to talk about that i think is excellent for growing old without aging um, cat's claw degado Leading scientists from Harvard University recently reported that they discovered, they just discovered this, breaking news, um, that the extract has the power to support the body's telomeres. So they say you can look young again with skin that is radiant and glowing, erase wrinkles and lines, um, I take it because it's great for the immune system and the digestive system. The gut, really good for the gut. Uh, okay, so finally, I just want to talk a little bit about healing. Healing is multifaceted. Um, People ask, how can I heal? Why can't I heal? What can I do to heal? Kind of people are all asking the same question about the level of healing that is the physical kind. And this came up uh, yesterday with a customer who is young, only 51 years old, and needs a shoulder replacement. Uh, she said the sports medicine doctors were shocked that she wasn't a tennis player, or she didn't have an accident, or, um, and what we uncovered was that, that was, the, she's gone through a bunch of negative emotions for, I don't know, 10 years or so, maybe longer, and that's where it, it kind of um, centered. So, we have all kinds of healing, many layers. So, we have the physical, that's the obvious. You know, when something gets to the physical body, then we pay attention to it. Um, and then we have the s- semi physical or subtle physical, um, like our immune systems. We have our emotional bodies, which are our historic traumas, current traumas, and forecasted worries. I say there's absolutely nothing to worry about if you stay in the now moment. And then we have our energetic um, bodies, which, you know, if you can see people's auras, you know what that is. It's, it includes the aura, the chakra system, our awareness and ego balance, and our sensitivity to energetic vibrations. And then we have our, have esoteric healing, which is our connection to the divine, the relationship we have with self-love, accepting support from our high self committee. I love that. It's like, Um, turn it over to the managers you know nothing to worry about just turn it over to your um, beings of light your committee of beings of light and know that we're always supported by the universe when we look to create a wellness trajectory for ourselves it's important to consider all kind of all the angles and give each its due consideration um, the other thing, way to move forward with healing the wellness tra- trajectory is instead of investing time talking about your their illness history or what they expect to go wrong or what could go wrong, um, talk about the solutions. So I think that's a- always a good idea. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy um, the month of October, the first day of October, autumn, fall. It's really kind of weird to me that all the leaves on the trees are still green around my house and it feels like winter already. Oh, well, at least we didn't have a hurricane. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.